When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to Line Order S Review here on Fanversation. That's right, it's your Line Order SVU podcast. Yep, I'm here. Joined as always by Taylor Gates. Hello, Taylor. Hello. We're matching lipstick today. I love that. It's what we do. It's what, it's we, what do. we do. We're very cohesive over here. Yes. Um, today we're talking about SVU season 22, episode six, The Long Arm of the Witness. Before we jump into the episode, as always, we want to remind you that if you are in a situation where you need help, um, if you've been assaulted or need someone to talk to, please reach out to Rain. Their number is 1-800-656-4673. 1-800-656-4673. Taylor, what does that spell? It spells hope, everyone. It does spell hope, um, and we hope that you reach out to them if you need help. Also, as a reminder, here on Law & Order S Review, sometimes things go dark on the show, and our way to deal with it is to make light. And we tell you this because if you're not ready for that, this might not be the show for you. Consider this your content warning. I'm going to say some terrible stuff today, as I usually do. Um, and some of my favorite parts were the most offensive things they said on the episode. Yeah, like some of the lines I wrote down, I was like, I don't know that I should be writing this as a line that we'll, we'll talk about. It. I agree. I'm with you that there were lines where I was like, this is offensive. I don't know yeah. if I can say my favorite line. Right, right. We'll We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. Um, all right, let me read you the quick cap of this episode. Carisi takes on a powerful judge when he inexplicably dismisses the rape case of a university student. I would say, first time, the quick cap is correct. Yeah, that seems pretty true. Pretty much what happened and pretty much all that happened, if we're being honest. Yes. Um, Taylor, you were not a fan of this episode. I just feel like I've seen this episode before, and I think that the other episodes have done it better than this one. It, I just feel like it's, it, it, and it was so, it was such a linear episode. Like, I didn't feel a lot of suspense because it was just, it went in one straight line. There wasn't really any, like, bumps in the row. There wasn't many red herrings. It was just very clean cut. And that's just personal preference. I like the ones that kind of go all over the place and, have that like weird sense of mystery and like really complicated sort of characters and I feel like everyone was just so it was so black and white too like the judge was horrible not one redeeming thing not one second was there any complication to him he was just horrible like he had no charm to him I don't I yeah it just wasn't it wasn't my cup of tea I'll just be transparent with you Um, I really appreciate your honesty. Um, I did enjoy this episode. I will say, uh, as you pointed out, we've seen this before. So uh, later on, we'll get to the headlines that this is ripped from. But the headlines are, I'll explain what they are later. But the the actual headline is, this is about um, 
it starts off about the um, judge from Rapist Brock Turner's uh, case. And if you don't know who Rapist Brock Turner is, A, that's his full title and you have to say it. And um, B, uh, we will talk about that in a little later. And we did that episode, season 20, episode eight, Hell's Kitchen was his story of Rapist Brock Turner, not the judge. Um, and the other half of this episode was the Judge Kavanaugh story, which we yeah. also did season 18, episode five, Rape Interrupted. Oh, switch those. I put those in the wrong place. Rape Interrupted, season 18, episode five is the Rapist Brock Turner case. Season 20, episode eight, Hell's Kitchen is the um, Kavanaugh case, which was done right. in a um, restaurant. Yeah, it just, it felt like it was sort of copied and pasted from other episodes. And like the fact that we had like these four specific people, like we've seen not so many times before too, who were like all very different, but also like came from a similar situation and that they were like, um, like lower class. Like it was just like, it felt very, we mashed up like five of them and it wasn't like any like specific thing that would like draw me to watch it again, if that makes sense. Um, I it does make sense. I totally get what you're saying, and I um, disagree. Like I I enjoyed it anyway. No, that's fair. That's totally fair. It was it was like solid. Like there wasn't anything that was like, well, there was one part, but we'll get to that too. But yeah, I don't know. It's just not my kind of episode. I think that that we knew that going into it. Yes, you really do prefer the twists and the outrageousness. And this was a straightforward classic episode. Um, and I I enjoy the straightforward classic. Like I do like crazy wild twists, but I prefer an episode that is going to tell us a story and remind us of things that are happening in the real world and address real issues. Um, totally. So yeah. let's, ta- let's just jump into the, the return of... Um, ADA Isaiah Holmes with Wentworth Miller. We've been waiting for this. I'm yeah. so happy to have him back. Um, yeah, how great. did you feel? I loved having him back too. I love how we brought back a couple of people. Like we also brought back Ms. Rita who, damn. Like I don't even remember her being this vicious. It, maybe she was and I just forgot because it's been a while since we've seen her. But they did say, oh, she's like grown another fin over quarantine. And I'm like, it does seem like she has. She's brutal now. I love it. Then I we had, Rita with Rita. Yeah. But Go then we on. had Wentworth and he was so sweet. And so it kind of balanced it out. It's like, okay, we have like a person we're rooting for and a person we just like love to hate. And I love that we got both. Um, it's funny because we had recently mentioned that we really would love to see now that Barba is doing defense, we'd love to see him with Rita. And um, Calhoun is one of my favorite uh, lawyers because so she's got the viciousness of um, Buchanan, whom yeah. I love to hate. Oh, um, my gosh. But we've seen that Rita has a heart underneath it all because we have her in that episode. um uh Oh, was it what's it called you know the one i'm talking Is about it a, a misunderstanding yes yeah 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 wow this um, is one time i knew episode and you did it and i'm gonna run you know the episode i was talking about i just can never remember the title no that's fair that's a very like generic i misunderstand like that's every episode but <laughs> but like that was the episode where we saw that she has a heart and it, it really mm-hmm. is amusing to see her go back especially because when the episode starts and we're at the valentina palma case and benson's on the stand she goes as we both know because she's like hey remember that time <laughs> 
Yeah. Yeah. And it, it was interesting to see kind of like her thought process and how she's kind of navigating all of this too. Yes. Um, which, oh, we will, I want to talk about, I want to talk yeah. about what the F is happening with Rita. Um, but we will talk about that a little bit later. I want to talk about our return to our favorite, favorite university. Hudson, <laughs> Hudson. you baby. Let's go. So I do appreciate them addressing why we have a new president of Hudson because we recently had Benson going back and forth with the same woman. And the idea that Hudson has been dealing with a revolving door of presidents makes sense. That school goes through so much crap. Like they're terrible. Um, so I really <laughs> loved, I loved that we had this. And I love our new president, Michelle Dubois, played by Tony Belafonte. Um, she was not taking anything from Benson. She was like, no. I'm not afraid of you. Yeah, she was giving, she was serving me Annalise Keating from How to Get Away with Murder. Murder. I can't speak, but I love, like, <laughs> she's great. I was like, let's have her back because she, she I'm with. Like the other presidents, no, like they can go, but she was great. Like she was kind of cooperative, but also like held her ground, which I loved. Yeah, I liked her a lot because the last Hudson U president we had um, was very defensive. And like in the end, in the episode of um, the I Am Jane, <laughs> that episode. <laughs> um, That's another one. They had all the protests and I'm like, okay, this is the same episode. Like we always are having protests on the Hudson University's campus, which like does make sense considering their like status and what they do. But it just feels redundant. Like something like... Uh, maybe that's the point, though, honestly. <laughs> um, yes, but so in that episode, um, the president would, you know, was very defensive, was like, I did the best that I could, I'm doing what I can, and I can't really help this girl, and blah, blah, blah. And and uh, President Dubois was like, what do you want? What are you here for? What is, like, I'm I'm standing my ground against you. I'm not afraid of you. I know what I'm doing. I really appreciate that. And I would love to see her go head to head with Benson again. Me too. And she's like, let's just cut to the chase. I can't read your mind. What are you here looking for? Give me a hand. <laughs> she was just right. like, let's go. I got stuff to do with it other than this. Like, let's figure this out so we can move on. I loved it. Yeah. Um, I love it. Oh, look at that. We have Tony Belfonte joining oh. us. Thanks you were for great, stopping Tony. Back. Come back soon. Yeah. yeah, thank you for stopping by. Um, we, I mean, that character, incredible. Um, speaking of incredible women in this episode, uh, I also want to talk about the um, judge in Judge, uh, what was it, in Gallagher's Gallagher. Yeah, haven't we had like villains named Gallagher before too? I feel like that's like a villain name. Like it's a Chad name, you know? Like there's some names that are just like, you know they're going to be the villain. Like Harris, Chad, Gallagher, <laughs> anything that's like sounds really pretentious that should be a last name, but we're making it a first name because they're rich and from the Hamptons. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, before we before we move on to Judge Lewis, um, I want to say Tony says uh, this, this is great. And would love to be back. Um, honestly, if we bring back uh, President Dubois, then Tony's got to come on to the after show with us. That seems fair to me, personally. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think that's that's the way it's got to work. Let's talk about uh, Judge Lewis, who was not taking any of Rita's crap 
this episode. Yeah. I love when the trial starts and she was like, I'm going to hold you in contempt. You speak over me. Ridiculous. She was great. We've had some good judges this season, honestly, who are just like, absolutely not order in this court. I, like, I really have loved it. Um, but yeah, I, I liked her a lot too. Fun fact about Judge Lewis, that is uh, actress Adrian Lennox, who is a four-time repeat offender. She was in season three, episode, season three of the four rooftop, season four, episode 24, perfect, season seven, episode nine, rockabye, and now this episode as well. Her range, her sheer range. I love that. Yeah, um, I think this Judge character is my favorite of her characters. Um, and I want to see this no nonsense judge back. I Me like too. it a lot. Me too. And she, I love, and maybe we'll talk about this later, but the fact that she pretty much like did exactly what he did, but like to him and like for justice instead of, you know, being the worst person on earth. Loved that. I did love that little parallel coming back. She's like, oh, well, you know, judges get to use their power and I'm using mine right now. Exactly. Yeah, I did. I loved that moment. Um, and at the end, when they were like, "Well, how long till he's out on appeal?" I think that was a really great point. Like, yes, this was very symbolic, and he will get out because there was a deal in place. And like, I feel like he's not staying in, but it it was nice. It was a nice. It was a nice symbol. Yeah, totally. I I thought it was powerful. Um, the way that she was just like, no, I'm taking this into my own hands. Yeah. Um, I also want to discuss um, uh, back over at Hudson, the security guard. This guy was so good. Yeah, he was wonderful. Um, This character was so funny. And I really love when he gives um, Finn the notebooks and he says, um, but he says it wasn't my idea. And he goes, well, then thank your daughter. Yeah, yeah. I really thought the daughter was going to come back, to be quite honest with you, because the Gallagher teacher's there. And I kind of thought that she would be involved somehow or, like, know somebody who was. Like, I don't know. I just thought that she'd be part of it because she, like, had a very pointed look, I feel like, in that scene. So I was like, ooh, I think that she's, like, going to come back and help this case. But not this, not this time around. Maybe maybe next time around where we're at Hudson because we inevitably will be, let's be honest. Not just will we be back at Hudson. This was Tau Omega frat again. And if you remember, one of my favorite episodes is Brotherhood from old, old season, which is about Tau Omega. Like, how are they not kicked off campus? Like, revoke Tau Omega's, like, chapter. Like, get them off of here. Here's the crazy part. So Tau Omega is the the frat from Brotherhood. And then Mm -hmm. in a Barba episode, Tau Omega um, also is the one who was selling the t-shirts that had the girl hogtied and said no means yes. Like, how is Tau Omega still a thing? It's That's what I'm saying. Like, you need to get them off campus. Like, this is not... No, like clearly they haven't changed. They're never going to change. They only attract one kind of person throughout years and years and years. Like, no, no more. Yeah. Um, Cow Omega. Cow Omega. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right, let's talk about some of the women um, that came forward because I have to tell you, the most interesting one was Maya um, Mm -hmm. and her story. 
I feel like was um it's a very like common story of people abusing their power um to help someone. And I think what bothered me uh is when she's on the stand and Calhoun starts bringing up the prostitution thing and she's like I was forced but doesn't continue to harp on the fact that there was a threat. So it's not just like I was, you know, he said, if I did this, he would help me. It was, if I didn't do this, he would destroy me. Right. Yeah. I, I really liked seeing her. I thought she was a great character. And I love that she had, I love that some of these people were connected to like the court and the law. Like she was, she had her clerkship and she kind of had it like a working understanding of like, well, this is the most he's going to get if I go forward. It's like, what's the point? And like, she kind of anticipated what could happen, which I really liked. And then the same thing with um, Carmen, who was the reporter, who was like, no, they're not going to hire me on to, to work in the courts anymore. And like, he still has kind of power over all these people. So like, it's illegal, but it's not going to stop him from black, like blacklisting me off of there. So I really like that we kind of use that device of people who were in that world too. Absolutely. Um, and it even adds to the fact that Carisi asked, he asked Maya, like, could you benefit from testifying? And she was like, no, everyone's going to think that I slept with him to get this job. And later he asks Ty- Isaiah, he goes, is this a good career move? And he's like, no. Right. Yeah. I like that too, because it was very like anticipatory. Like everyone's like, oh yeah, me too. Like they're just trying to get, you know, publicity or what. It's like, no, like so many more people are going to hate you than support you. And that's like the fact and that sucks and it shouldn't be how it is. But that is how it is still today. Like there's going to be, a vast, you know, big group of people who are going to say you're making it up regardless of what you say or do. Yeah. Um, I really appreciate it. feels like, um, like Carisi's doing well, he's doing better at his job. Um, especially, uh, if we look at the threat, um, that judge Gallagher made towards Carisi was threatening him with getting disbarred. He used, he used, uh, Italian racist slurs. He, yeah. I was, first of all, what year do you think this is that you can that's, say that to someone? That's what I'm saying. Here's the thing that is what I'm saying. And that's this is where some of the lines come in. Like, this guy was just such a comic book villain. Like, just like everything he said. I'm like, are you kidding me right now? Like, I like I'm sure there are people like this, but like it was not nuanced. He was just the worst and kept hammering that home. Ridiculous. Yeah. He was a bully. It was just like a, a high school job, like saying all these dumb like insults. Yeah, it it was I I agree. It was a little over the top, which I know you love. Um so I mean yeah, um, I did really love that. Um, I also want to talk about the threats. Speaking of uh, Judge Gallagher's threats in the bathroom um, at Isaiah, and he says those are out of context men's room talk. Um, we know what that <laughs> we we know where you're going. Yeah, so- we threw everything into the blender here. <laughs> like <That's> everything. <laughs> Um, that is true. Um, yeah, Daryl agrees. The racist, the racial abuse was surprising. Um, yes, it was. I feel like it was kind of out of left field. 
I get yeah. I get the idea that like he thinks he's better than everyone. I think the like making fun of um the school that Carisi went to and stuff like that, I think that makes more sense. I guess like the classism made sense, the racism. Yeah. Made sense. Right, because he's Italian. Like what? Huh? Okay. Right. Okay. Maybe that's like speaking <laughs> in New York, but I I mean I don't think that's necessary. I don't know. I don't want to get into that, but Italian. What year is it? Yeah, <laughs> right, right. Like, okay. Yeah. Um, let's talk Ooh. about the Rita and Benson thing uh, at the end, right? So Rita warns us at the beginning of the case, and she goes, you know, Judge Gallagher chose this case. He wanted to do this case because he's running for AG. And then in the end, when Benson's like, what are you doing? Um, Rita says, read the room. She says, the fix is in. She says, uh, you got to, you know, if you keep fighting, you're going to be shut out of conversation. And then she says words that I just like couldn't believe came out of her freaking mouth. Um, she says to Benson, lie back and pretend you're enjoying it. I I was at a loss for words. Uh, Benson hearing these words from Calhoun this better no. come back. Calhoun has to return. This is my thought, is that she has to return. This has to continue. We have to see where this is going. Yeah, I I, I did not like that moment, I'm going to be honest. I think that that is just, like, over-the-top disgusting, if that makes sense. Like, uh, yeah, I was not really a huge fan of that. But I think you're right. If they introduce that, that's going to have to come back because you can't just say something that horrific um, and ignore it after that. I completely yeah. agree. Um, that has to come back into play somehow. That The season has to be going there. Because I do think the choice to have a judge who is like anti-Me Too is interesting and mm-hmm. an interesting place to go that will continue. Um, but uh, I think, yeah, this has to keep going. We This can't be where that conversation ends. Um, Zach in the chat says, Calhoun better come back after that moment with Liv. Yeah, I like all those exclamation points. Um, totally. I agree. I totally. And we've had that happen before where there's like DA. I forget who exactly it was, but the one DA that decided to quit because she like, couldn't handle it anymore you know what i'm talking about which one it was only it was a redheaded girl which redheaded girl <laughs> i don't know okay i'll look it up after and we'll talk about it after but i'm like oh, losing well, the details right now yes the ch- yes she has to because that's such like a, a bomb to set off for it not to be explored and like look at the damages of that and yeah, like Darryl what she's it suggests it suggests she's given up um, yeah, and I think that's very interesting as well because it seems premature for Calhoun to be giving up. It's like giving up, but it's also like working against her own interests. I think it's like something we're exploring for her because she's like, yes. "Yeah, I don't believe this, but I want to be on the winning team and I want to be taken seriously. So I have to pretend I believe this and convince myself I believe this if I want to like succeed in my career." So yeah, I think maybe that's also kind of what they were going with about like, well, you kind of have to give up your, everything you, you know, believe in in order to do the job, which I think that Carisi is also kind of struggling with. So maybe that's almost like a mm-hmm. parallel journey in a way. 
No, I think I think you're right. I think that's very interesting. I would love to see uh, Maya, who may lose her job because of the situation that she is in, uh, join the DA's case. Maya, who testified, um, I would love, since we brought in all of these court people, all of these lawyers, all of these women were like, yeah. I was going to be a lawyer. Um, I think if we brought all of them and I, I would love to see them come back in our, our team. I think Maya joining the DA's office would be cool. Um, oh yeah, it would. Oh, that would be so cool. And it would make sense, right? If she gets let go because she testified against a judge, then it would make sense that she would need a new job and she joined the DA's office. That said, we all know, I don't know how that all works. So that's probably not how it works. Listen, we can make it. We had Kat come in after being a vice for like a second. So, like, maybe we just absorb our team in after talking to them a couple times. Honestly, I feel like um, you and I have this issue where every episode we're like, this person should come back. We've talked about that. Like, every episode has 150 series regulars, but like, if it was up to me, I'd do it. Honestly, the, um, the security guard at Hudson. I was like, wait, you want to tell me that this man's been here since the 90s and this is the first time we've talked to him? That yeah, doesn't seem right? right at all. Yeah, no, I don't I don't buy that either. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, it's Unless there's more that you want to talk about this episode specifically, it seems like it might be a good time to talk about our favorite lines. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. Um, um, I'm going to start because I know that you're going to... I only have two and you probably have a lot more and you're going to steal one. I have three. I only have three, so... Okay. We both first. have a two bus boy. Yep. That we, we for sure do. And then, it just, and then he continues on to say swinging fish sticks. I like, here's the thing. I don't see frat boys eating a lot of fish sticks. That's true. Like pizza rolls. Like, I don't, fish sticks is an odd choice, but okay. Whatever floats your boat. I think the idea that, um, that there was a cafeteria specifically for the frat is fascinating. Yeah, but it's not usually a cafeteria. It's like a kitchen. Right. Maybe maybe Hudson University works different than where I'm from. Who knows? I mean, it could it seems like it does in a lot of other ways. So Yeah. Um my other favorite line is um I believe they were accustomed not to not noticing the help. I loved that line. Um yeah. because it, it's you get it. You get where we're at. Totally. Yeah, I, I agree that painted a really like kind of vivid picture of like what the relationship was like back in college. Um, yeah. Speaking of our security guard, Fave, I love it. He said, I got more venues than you for your tuition for three kids. <laughs> like, I love him. He was like, yeah, I, I played it smart. Like I'm saving so much money by working here and doing this. More venues than you. <laughs> Incredible. And then... um we kind of talked about the Italian stereotyping insults. The fact that he said they can smell the garlic coming off your cheap suit. Okay. Like that could also be me after eating a pizza or like going to Olive Garden. Like I don't see that as an insult. That seems pretty like you ate a good meal. Like it also sounds like you eat things that have no flavor, sir. If you right. don't eat garlic, like, what are you eating? Right. Well, he seems like he doesn't. He seems like he eats some, like, boiled chicken, no seasoning. 
is what um, you need. I have another line that I forgot that I love. Yeah. Um, it's when Calhoun is tearing apart April on the stand. And she says, is it possible that you ruined your life all by yourself? Yeah. I was like, that's what I'm saying. Like, she was so vicious. And then she goes, the way that she plays that little trick where she's like, you've been married two times. Oh, sorry. Three times. Like, oh, she practiced that. And I hate that she practiced that. Like, she practiced running lines in the mirror. Like, she knew exactly what she was doing. Vicious. I love Calhoun. Vicious Calhoun. Oh, God, her and Buchanan are my favorites to hate. She's, uh, she's, Elizabeth Marvel's such a great actress, though, that, like, she, and she always nails these, like, very, um, like, professional roles, like, House of Cards, I think Homeland, she's, like, a similar character. She just, like, is, she has, like, the corner of that market, where she's so good at being, like, in a suit. Absolutely. Um, I agree, I love her so much. So, as we mentioned earlier, uh, this episode is, in fact, ripped from the headlines. Um, I have the two headlines. It is, again, Rapist Brock Turner's Judge. Um, so if you missed the episode that covered what, I mean, I guess the Rapist Brock Turner episode, that was season 18, episode five, Rape Interrupted. Um, actually, we at AfterBuzz covered this episode. So you can watch that after show if you look mm -hmm. for it on YouTube or wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, but if you missed the story of rapist Brock Turner, um, again, that is his full title and should be called as such um, because uh, rapist Brock Turner raped a girl at, I believe it was Stanford, um, and uh, got six months <laughs> because the judge decided that it would hurt his career, uh, his college career, and that he was a good swimmer and some BS like that. So his judge gave him a very, very uh, low um, sentence of six months and he was out in like three. So uh, if you want more information about rapist Brock Turner, you can look that up. Um, also, it was the Judge Kavanaugh case, uh, which if you have not been paying attention to the world, that was two years ago, um, and SVU covered it in season 20, episode eight, Hell's Kitchen. Um, Judge, Judge Kavanaugh, who is, I believe, currently a Supreme Court judge. Yes, he Raped is. a woman while he was in college. Um, and that's where the, they pulled a lot from that. That's where the memo book sort of came from, I think, too, with the calendar. Um, I just noticed that little detail of how they kind of sprinkled that throughout, like a lot of the details from that. Yeah. Um, so those are the stories that we ripped from the headlines for this episode. Again, we covered both of those episodes on um, After Buzz, so you can check out those after show if you want more information about those headlines. Uh, it feels weird to redo the rip from the headline, but they redid them. So yeah, it's okay. It's all, right. Um, all right. So before we go on to our weekly poll and what we learned, um, I will uh, remind everybody. So SVU is taking a hiatus. Um, they decided that we don't have a new episode next week or the week after, I believe. We have a few weeks uh, that we will be covering older episodes. So stay tuned. Uh, make sure you have subscribed here so that you don't miss it, our next episode. But also, um, if you're listening to our podcast version, make sure you've subscribed to wherever you're listening to podcasts. We're on iTunes and Spotify and whatever the Google one is. Yep. Anywhere there are podcasts over there. 
Yes. That sounds right. You can't um, get rid of us, that we're saying. You have yes. no excuses, what we're saying. <laughs> That is what we're saying. Also, we will tell you on social. Um, we'll let you know which episodes we're going to be discussing and who will be joining us for those episodes. That's all coming out. Uh, and we'll tell you where to find that in just a bit. So, Taylor, tell us about yeah. our weekly poll. Absolutely. Okay. So, you guys, last week we posed the question to you all. Oops, I lost it. Okay, here we go. We posed the question to you all what your favorite sex work or episode is. Um, we liked last week a lot. It came in fourth place with zero percent of the votes. So um, wow. that was turned me on to me private, which okay, like that seems harsh because I enjoyed it, but but it know, wasn't the best of those four. It wasn't the best of four. These were strong episodes, that's totally true. Um, in second place, we have She Paints for Vengeance with nine per- 9.1% of the votes. Great one. Wait, the one she with- Paints with Vengeance got better score than last yes! week? Yes! You can't really beat Benson Angel Mural. <laughs> you simply can't. Um, All right. In second place, we have Porn Stars Requiem, which is amazing. That's your favorite, Yale, because it's a great episode. Um, this is Ellen Ox case. And then in first place, I'm so glad this one won because it's my favorite, by far, it's one of my favorite episodes ever of all time. Uh, Dreams Deferred with Patricia Arquette. That got 54.5% of the votes. Such an amazing episode. I love it so much. So good taste, honestly. Good taste um, this week. I like to judge all of you guys for what you vote um, every week. So <laughs> stay tuned for that. And then this week, we asked you guys what your favorite Corrupt Judge episode is. Um, we have Crush, which is season 10, episode 20. That's a fun one. Um, we have Jersey Breakdown, season 15, episode 12. We have Brothel, season 20, episode 15. And then we have The Long Arm of the Witness, season 22, episode 6. So definitely go vote on those. I think How's my the favorite score currently? The score currently uh, is somewhat close. The one that we just discussed is actually in the lead. And second place is Jersey Breakdown. Third place is Crush, which um, Crush is my personal favorite of these, I think. And then Brothel um, is currently in last with 14% of the vote. But it's going to be a closer race than last week, it looks like. Wow. I'm uh, shocked. I already voted. I also said Crush. Um, I'm really surprised at how well this one is doing, but also how low Brothel is doing. First of all, Brothel was such a fun... Yeah, it brought us, it gave us Phoebe. It was such a fun episode. It inspired me last week about the box trucks. Or two weeks ago. Yes, the pop-up, whatever. Um, Pop-up brothels. Pop-up brothels. Yeah, for sure. So we have some great episodes. So definitely go vote and we'll tell you where to do that in just a few minutes. Yes. Um, Now our newest segment. (laughs) What did we learn? Um, Ooh. What did we learn? So I'll be honest, I learned a new um, racist slur against Italians. I'm not going to say it, but I learned it. Did not know that. I didn't know it. That's what I learned. Also, um, I looked up uh, Wentworth Miller's uh, ethnic background because I had forgotten. So I relearned his background. Those are the things that I've learned. I love that. Um, what was the name of the last judge in this episode? Uh, judge Lewis. I, if I have a legal case, I want Judge Lewis presiding over it. And that is what I am going to go with what I learned because she was great. 
You you want her to be your judge. That's great. Yes, I like that. because she is she will fight for me, and I appreciate that. Yeah, um, cool. I like it. Hey, there are no rules about what we learn in this in our what we learn segment. All over the board, you guys. This is a very educational program. Yes. Um, <laughs> again, thank you so much to everybody who tuned into our show today. Um, we will be back next week with an older episode. So if you like classic uh, SVU, this is the place for you. We will yes. have guests be joining us um, for the classic episodes that we're covering until we come back. Um what else did I want to tell you before we go? That's right. If you need the rain hotline again, that number is 1-800-656-4673. 1-800-656-4673. Uh, obviously, rain is not sponsoring us, but we really want people to have um, a resource if you need it. They are available to chat if you need And help. you can always donate to rain too if you feel so inclined because they do a lot of great work. So yeah, just wanted to throw that out there too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, please make sure that you have liked and subscribed and all that good stuff here on YouTube, or if you're listening to the audio version, that's very helpful to us. So please do that. Um, uh, until next week, when we talk about an older episode, Taylor, where can everyone keep up with you and where can they find the poll? You guys can find me and the poll on Twitter, alphabet underscore Anne, and you can find me on Instagram at Taylor underscore Dave underscore amazing um i'm yell teagle i'm everywhere at yell teagle i currently have a brand new tiktok uh please check <laughs> it out um honestly if you could give me a follow for the next like month and a half and then feel free to unfollow after that long story short i have a possible job and uh they're looking at my numbers so that'd be helpful amazing <laughs> yep, i'm plugging it thanks everybody <laughs> we'll see you next week bye, bye.